As parents, we often have gut feelings when something just isn't right. This can be especially true in co-parenting arrangements where one parent is struggling with addiction. If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, Soberlink can help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges can rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety, and your kids are able to maintain healthy relationships with both parents. To sign up, we have a special offer for Her Empowered Divorce listeners to get $50 off your device. Visit www.soberlink.com empowered. Hi, beautiful. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I have a very interesting topic that I think you will find fun but informative and that is let's talk about divorce impacting the workplace and divorce impacting women in the workplace kind of a different topic but very very important sometimes we overlook that the difference and the effect on our careers and the effect on our businesses but it's very important as my special guest Vicki Townsend will share with us today Vicki has founded a company called Divorce Right that helps companies actually deal with the effects of their employees and divorce. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about it, but I want to say hi, Vicki. Thank you so much for being with me today. Beverly, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. I'm so grateful that, that you've given me this time and this wonderful platform. I'd like to encourage every woman out there that owns a business of multiple employees and that may be getting divorced and also any woman that works for another company to maybe take this information to their employer to send them the link to the podcast because I think it's it's a real interesting topic that a lot of people overlook. So Vicki, tell me a little bit more and tell our audience a little bit more about what you do, what Divorce Right is, how you help. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, I've been in the industry now for uh, over a decade, and my mission has always been to, you know, to make the divorce process an easier, a kinder and gentler process on families everywhere. And um, I did that because it was so horrific on me that, and I'm a pretty smart girl, and I had been through it before, sadly, and even with that, you know, quote unquote experience, I still screwed it up. I still made bad decisions. And like I said, I feel like I'm a pretty smart girl. Um, and then I realized that really the system is just rigged against us. It is a yes. labyrinthine system by design. And uh, that, you know, you, that you can spend your life savings trying to get through. 
and I wanted to uh, uh, make it a better um, experience. And so I founded a company, the National Association of Divorce Professionals, and through that, the course of that company uh, that I left a year and a half ago, um, through that company, I just kept seeing all these statistics about not only does it impact, you know, your emotional and your personal financial um, situation, but it really impacts how you show up at work. And it can be devastating, um, not only to you as the person going through it, but to your company, because we all lost productivity. We lose productivity when we're going through this process. And that's what I am determined to turn around because that lock, lack of productivity is, you know, is so important to women as we go through this so that you can maintain your employment status, right? Lose your job exactly. over this is just another trauma, right? So our goal yep. is to That's the last provide... thing you want to worry about. Right, exactly. And it is one of those things where we knew that when we could partner with um, the, the company they work with to help provide them with information, with some coaching, and um, help them to make better decisions, that we can have a better result, not only for that person, but for the company they work for, and ultimately for this country, because it real divorce costs this country over three hundred billion with a B dollars a year in lost productivity. It's a scary. It's a scary, wow. scary number. It is. That it is. is unbelievable. But I can it see it because. And unfortunately, I was one of those women that have had multiple divorces. Right. And I think just about the emotional component, but then I add in the single mom component and all of a sudden I have to handle all that and right. then kind of the overwhelm and stress and wow, does that have mm -hmm. an impact? Um, and if I, and if I could tell you I one of the things, I'm sorry, what, what, one of the things that you were just talking about no, you with you know, women women and single mothers, and I, and I, I don't want us to get off track, but divorce is the number one reason for single mothers to fall into poverty. Exactly. Yes. Right. Isn't that, it, but that's a whole other podcast on the cost to government services and taxpayer services. Right. It's not always necessary. As a matter of fact, we, it can be just, it can be curtailed just by making proper decisions and we're just not in the right headspace to do that. That's why having a divorce coach by your side that you can bounce things off of that can give you some guidance and direction is just so important. They're so important. I wish I yeah, had known I have, about divorce coaching. I know, I know. It's so I wish I had too. Um, I hear so many women talk about that may have been stay-at-home uh, moms or just stay-at-home women that um, are petrified because after they divorce, they lose health care benefits. Yeah. Absolutely. Or they are starting out for the first time having to get a job and they've never had it. So mm -hmm. I can easily understand your statistics on poverty. But, and that's yeah. just, boy, that's, that's a shame. And bankruptcy. 
bankruptcy yes. is another, uh, I believe it's eight, I, th I think the statistics are that 18% uh, of single mothers file for, for bankruptcy um, as a result of their divorce. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, re wow. it's unbelievable. The statistics on this are so scary. And so for those employers that not only want to have a, uh, a better bottom line, and we can talk about that because it does impact their bottom line. Mm -hmm. And some of these bigger companies, you know, these, these companies with a hundred thousand employees can lose hundreds of millions of dollars a year in lost productivity. It's crazy what this can can do. And I think it would be particularly challenging for a CEO or a senior management team that are married and not divorced to truly appreciate the phenomena of how divorce, do, do you find that at all? I, well, I, if they've been through it now, remember divorce is the, the, the majority of divorces happen between the ages of 35 and 54. That's the, and this is, this is the wrong word to use, but that's the sweet spot for divorce. Those are your upper level management, your, you know, your C-suite executives, your E-suite executives, your highly compensated employees. And it's also, those people that are your up and comers, right? The ones that you're really working to nurture into, you know, up that, up that right. ladder and divorce can really mess that up for them. And uh, lastly, you know, 10% of divorcing employees quit. They leave the company. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'll tell you real quickly. There's three main reasons that they leave and, and anybody that's an employer so that you can understand that these are the reasons that they quit. The first one is they felt completely unsupported and uncared for during their process of divorce. And that is a big one. They, you know, you, you've, you've heard that don't bring your divorce here. Don't leave that crap at home. Well, you know what? Divorce is a Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. business. It just Absolutely. is. So if that's your company's hours, that's also the time that your employees that are going through it have to miss work, have calls, they're distracted. It's all in that time frame. That's when all gotcha. of the stuff is happening and there's nothing they can do about that. So it's just, it's hmm. one of those things that the, you know, the more messy the divorce, the more hours away from the workforce, which is why we at Divorce Right want to keep things as clean as possible, as quiet as possible, so that we can provide a focused and productive employee, right? When they don't have to worry. And think about. Right. It's it just, you, you know, think divorce about is, all the training, right? Divorce ahead, is I'm uncertainty. Sorry. I I'm, that, that's you. okay. Well, we're, we're doing our, our conversation, but divorce is uncertainty. <laughs> it's so fascinating. It, it, right. Divorce is uncertainty, right? If what we do at divorce, right, is we help them create a plan that works for their family. It may not work for your family. It may not work for mine. But I'll be darned if it doesn't work for them. And there are five ways to divorce in this country. But the brand of our industry is you better lawyer up. You got to find a shark. Yeah. You got to find that bulldog, right? 
only three percent. Well, a lot of, of people divorces. think that's the only way. They don't right. Know that the that's the exactly because that's the brand. That's the brand of the business, but it's not the best way all the time. Only three percent of divorces go to a full trial. So you can right. do it with mediation. You can do it with arbitration. You can DIY it. I have personally been involved with a case that was over a hundred million dollars in assets. And they decided to DIY it, DIY it with a hundred million dollar estate because they knew that they were going to be giving their children's future to somebody else. They wanted to be in control of their future. And so they divvied up and they did it in an honorable way. It wasn't, you know, he didn't take all of the assets. He didn't hide all of that stuff. You know, everything was just above board and they trusted each other and they really cared about each other. They just had grown apart. They were not a good fit at that right. time in their lives. So they DIY'd it instead of giving, you know, a million dollars to the court system. They decided that that was better off in their pockets and in their, in the pockets yeah. of their children. Are you in the middle of or struggling with life after divorce? Do you ever find yourself feeling angry, overwhelmed, lonely, or sad? It's completely normal to experience a range of emotion, but here's the good news. You are not alone and help is available. Hi, I'm Beverly Price, host of the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. As a certified divorce and empowerment coach with over 25 years of experience, I help women navigate divorce feel supported, and build more fulfilling life afterwards. Every week, I feature industry-leading guests who share their expertise and provide practical tips. I offer valuable insights and empowering strategies that will help you regain your confidence and create the life you deserve, just like I did in my divorce. I also address the roller coaster of emotions that often accompany this journey. So join me every Monday as we release a new episode of the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. Tune in for the help you need to make informed decisions, find the right support, and embrace the possibilities that lie ahead. Subscribe today and never miss an episode. I think that's so true, and I think some of the more hostile divorces the person initiating a lot of the hostility might be saying, oh, I want to stick it to them or I don't want Mm -hmm. them to get any money or whatever. And I don't think they realize that the longer they do that, the less money that's going to be left for them. Well, can I tell you something else that it costs that nobody thinks about, including that when it gets really, first of all, I believe that when you lawyer up, And when you get that bulldog, that immediately sets the tone and the communication between you and your spouse is done. Okay. Um, But here's some other costs that we need to consider as we go down the path of a high conflict divorce. Um, Mm -hmm. What the impact is on women physically, ladies, if you're listening to this, as a result of your divorce, you have a 20% greater chance of breast cancer and advanced stage uterine cancer. So do not ever miss your OBGYN appointment. Don't. Period. Men, mm-hmm. they, they, it's interesting. It tends to be like our sexual organs, if you think about that. 
But with men, it's very different. They have a, a advanced, uh, a higher rate of uh, acute myocardial infarction, so heart-related uh, heart attacks um, and cancers. They risk an increase in lung cancer, bladder cancer, pancreatic cancer, colorectal cancer, and they have a 27% increase in suicide. So divorce is not just costing you money. It can cost you your life. And the higher conflict you make this, the worse those statistics are going to be for you and for your spouse. Now, let's talk about children. The same thing, the higher the conflict. Ladies, I know we all care about our kids. The higher the conflict, the higher the rate of suicide attempts by your children. If that is not enough to get you guys to the negotiation table and sit down with a mediator like Beverly or like any of the other ones that are out there that don't want, that want to keep you away from that, that's the way to go. Do it in a kind and gentler way. Even the collaborative process, it is unnecessary to, to go through some really major health crises to get a divorce if you can avoid it. And I know it's not always the case, but let me tell you how to handle it with a narcissist because they're the ones that have that higher conflict and they don't care. Some of that stuff they don't care about, but what they do care about is two things. They care about their own health. So if you told a man that's a narcissist, the more conflict um, you're gonna have, you tell them they're gonna have pancreatic cancer, right? Or lung cancer. They're gonna go, wait a minute, me? No, I'm not going to do that. Also tell them that their child has greater chances of risk of suicide, that that makes them look worse as a parent. Then maybe they'll start to entertain a different way to get through this process. When they understand what's at stake and it's them personally, it's not her, Mm -hmm. it's me. It's a totally different conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so there are yeah. other costs. Oh, and then we can go into the bankruptcy. Like I was talking about financially, men right. have a higher bankruptcy rate. They experience bankruptcy less than women, but it's not that much less than women, but it's their increased rate of bankruptcy. Sure. Um, so their physical health, their financial health, and then their mental health. Like I you know, the risk of, of depression, yeah. anxiety, and like I said, suicide is a real, real risk here. And the more and higher the conflict, the worse it is for all parties. So let's just wow. let's just let's just use that, right? If that if that's not enough yeah, to get somebody <clears throat> right, that's why when I was um, in this process doing mediation, I always had them bring pictures of their children in frames. I wanted them to bring mm. the stuff that was hanging on the walls or on their dresser because those are good, happy memories, right? That's a great picture of your kids, yes. right? So they can always remember that. That's a great memories. technique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a great technique. I can be I kind think, of a jerk about um, it though. Cause I started out with, I always <laughs> used to start it out with, you know, what's in it, what's in it for you. The more the conflict, the greater yeah. your chances of dying of cancer. So can we start there? Okay, so are we all on a, on, the, on the same page that we're going to do this in a kinder, gentler manner? Yes. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> but 
But ultimately, I I, want to save them time. I want to save them money. I want to save them their health, their mental health. And then I want to save them their children's health, too. Absolutely, I do, too. I think the most important conversation you can have to prevent hostility is the initial conversation of, I want a divorce. Because the way that conversation is handled sets the tone for the entire process and for your co-parenting. So if you come out hostile or if you come out threatening or if you come out demeaning, that immediately puts somebody's back up and they're into fight mode. So I work a lot with clients at that very beginning. Let's plan, role play, discuss that first conversation. And yeah, how that's it, a tough how one too. It can be done in a way. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, we talk a little bit about the productivity in the workplace and the horrendous impact. What what all do you think contributes to that? What causes that lack of productivity? Well, there's there's five major things that cause that. The first is absences, right? And those absences can come not only just in court hearings, but appointments with your attorneys and your financial advisors showing your house, you know, to, to, for sale or Mm -hmm. for an estimate or whatever. Um, but it also comes in, uh, errors and just errors at work, right? Um, distractions, the phone calls, right? Your lawyer's on the phone, right? Um, or your ex is on the phone, right? All of those kinds of distractions. Remember again, that, that, uh, divorce is a Monday through Friday, nine to five job. Um, and, uh, so there's something called presenteeism, which is you're mm-hmm. at your desk, you're there, but you're there. Really, You're not, you're, you're not there present. physically, gotcha. but you're not mm-hmm. engaged mentally. And mm-hmm. then the last one is, um, something that is a real, uh, killer for companies is that 10% of divorcing families, divorcing employees quit in the first year. Mm. And I told you, I, I told and you about, you, you know, why they is? quit, but they quit. I think they quit. I, I think, think I, I meant so they quit for three main reasons. The first one is they felt completely unsupported. So Um, If anybody's listening to this, right, if anybody's listening to this, support them, get them the resources they need, contact Beverly, contact me, however you need to do that, Um, but get them support and resources that and and the sooner the better. Right. And we even teach some of the how to recognize it, how to how to talk to your employees about this. Uh, We even go through, you know, we'll go through your your policy and procedures manual with you to make sure that this is something that's included in there. Um, The second reason people quit is they can't find affordable housing close to work. That is why Mm. we, we recommend working with what's called a certified divorce lending professional, CDLP, Jody Bruns. I want to give you a a shout out for the um, divorce lending association. Those people on average can, if they work with the family law attorney on crafting that settlement statement, can get their employees about a 20% more buying power. That's not nothing. So that's number two. And number three, and this is for all of you women out there, is affordable childcare. Right? Yes. 
if employees, employers offer their employees either a stipend towards childcare or opening, considering opening a childcare um, in their um, in their building, that would lessen the um, uh, the resignation. So, number one, have a supportive um, resource, have somebody to talk to, send them to somebody like Beverly, somebody like Divorce Right. Second is make sure that um, they work with a CDLP to craft that settlement statement because divorce attorneys know one thing, they know divorce, they know the law of divorce, but they don't know how to write a mortgage, right? They don't know anything about what a, an underwriter needs to see, but a CDLP does. And um, I have seen this a million different times where, a, not a million, I'm, I, I'm exaggerating for effect, but a lot I've seen where a poorly crafted settlement statement has made it so that either one or both of the party cannot qualify for a mortgage. We don't want that. So get those experts right. involved. It's really important to have that team. And then, you know, the third thing is that having some affordable childcare, because that's what happens. We go back and live with mom, right? If we can't find affordable ch childcare here in Indiana, we're moving back to Ohio with mom, right? Okay. So employers know that that's a, those are the top three reasons that employees quit. And it's a pretty much of an, it's an easy fix, right? It's, it's not necessarily, it's not easy, but it's, it can, it can, it can reduce that resignation time for sure. Absolutely. And I thought of another one, God forbid both parties work for the same company. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a hard <laughs> one. It is. Um, yeah, that's why, that's hard. actually why a lot of companies don't do that. Um, I, I, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I, that's, I guess, a company policy. Um, it's definitely tough. We were working with a company um, about a year ago. It's a, a very well-known company. You all would know their name. Um, and in one case, they asked one of those parties to, to leave. They did. I and in this case, it, certainly yeah. Understand that. Yeah, yeah. The other, situation, the other situation I remember from from one of my divorces was I worked in a work group where they were all married. And when I divorced, I felt such shame and guilt in being judged by them. And I, I guess that goes into your non-supportive category. But well, that it's not really only right. Me. It's not just non-supportive. It's also the reason that employees will not go to their employer and tell them that they're going through a divorce. Less than 10% of employees go to their HR department about this process because of the shame, wow. because of the embarrassment, because it's not your business. When employers mm -hmm. start to realize, and I, I, I'd love to go into, if you don't mind, just for a second, the average employee loses 40% of their productivity for three to five years on average. Oh, my goodness. 
right? So if you're your, you know, your typical $58,000 a year employee, which is the average salary here in the United States, and we just assume that your productivity level has to be the same as, as what you make and no more, right? You don't, you're not responsible for anything other than paying for yourself and they lose 40% of their productivity. That's over $23,000 a year in lost productivity. Wow. That's a lot of money. Twenty-three grand. Yeah, per average yeah, employee. Yeah, CEO would like that. <clears throat> yeah, when we go when, next week, a week from today, on our LinkedIn Live, I don't know what when this is going to come out, but July thirteenth, we have a gentleman that wrote um, an academic study for his PhD on the impact of employers and and companies when the CEO goes through a divorce. It is shocking. Ladies and gentlemen, it comes, the average CEO gets a raise in pay by $150,000 a year and an increase in company benefits by 2 million a year. And that was with this, uh, the S and P 500. I also saw some troubling statistics about women's promotion after divorce Mm. and promotions to the CEO role after divorce are much less than men who have divorced. Well, there's much less than women in the C-suite. It's sad to say. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just so messed up, isn't it? Because we could, we could, we could just kill it. (laughs) I know we could go on and on. You have shared such incredible information and I always like to ask my guests, what three takeaways would you offer to kind of sum up the learnings from what we've talked about so far? Well, number one, that's always the most important to me is that thing that we talked about with your physical health. Remember Mm -hmm. the higher the conflict, right? The more you escalate that, calling him a bastard, calling that, all of that costs you your health. It just does. Um, If anybody would like the articles and the academic studies I have behind that, I'm happy, happy, happy to share it with you. So please try and avoid conflict. Not only is it bad for you, it's bad for your children. So let's try and if we can go into this, I would love to rebrand divorce instead of that, you know, let's lawyer up to we've outgrown our situation. It was not a good fit. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that. Not More your, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. And find what the, for me, and I'm, I know that that's my business now, right? Find mm-hmm. a divorce coach, get a divorce coach. <laughs> they will save you far more money. I promise you, they will keep you out of the muck and mire of that, right? They will help you with strategies on communication. They'll help you with strategies on child custody and all of that, those other really great things when you're not thinking correctly. Um, One of the things that I would love for your audience to understand is, and I don't know if you experienced it, Beverly, but I hear this so many times that I was in a fog during my divorce for about two years. Did you feel that way? That fog, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and also overwhelmed. Right. That is cortisol 
flooding your brain. It gets into the nooks and crannies of your brain and it makes it so that you can, and it's mostly in your prefrontal cortex where all of your good decision-making is and it coats your brain. It gets into all of those nooks and crannies and you just can't make a good decision. So just know that that's that fog you hear everybody talking about. That's the fog. The fog is cortisol. And the, the best way to get rid of cortisol on your brain is yoga and meditation. Do that every day. Get rid of that stuff. It is not good for your health. It is not good for your thinking skills. And that's why you need somebody that's an outside force, right? That can sit there and tell it to you like it is, what reality is, not what you think it is, because you're just not able to process that thoroughly when you're under incredible stress and divorce is nothing but stress. So just know that there's help out there. There are people that you can bring into your case that will make your case go better. I promise you there, they are out there. Beverly is certainly one of them. And I would just highly recommend, I wish I knew about this when I was going through it, which is why now I feel like I'm the biggest champion of it because it would have saved me about $17,000. That's what I, that's just for on my side. So, you know, and in the scheme of things, somebody, some of your listeners, that may not be a hell of a lot of money, but to me, it was a car Mm -hmm. for my kids, right? It was a lot of vacations for us to take together. It was experiences for us to have together, but instead I made poor decisions um, to get out of pain right? You'll make all, give them everything, right? To get out of pain. Yep. And that's a conversation to have when you're right. That's a conversation to have when you're 25, but to have it when you're 50, it's another conversation. It's a different conversation. Different. So hire somebody that knows the industry that can help you avoid the landmines that can help you and give you a better communication strategy so that you can keep out of that conflict and commit to saving your physical health, and your children's mental health by doing this in a less conflictive manner. And I would add to that when looking for a divorce coach to make sure that you get a certified divorce coach, someone that has been through training, because there are a lot of divorce coaches that have hung up a shingle just because they got divorced themselves. And you really oh, goodness, need yeah. somebody that's trained in a number of situations. Yeah. And also out of their Just, own divorce story, right? That's really uh, important. Yeah. They need to be out of their own divorce story because a lot of them are still trying to, in not a lot of them, not divorce coaches, but those that you're speaking of, they're still trying to deal with their own pain, right? Which is why a lot of people Absolutely. go into it. It's like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. I want to save somebody else, but they can't get past their own story to save others. And that's why it's really important to get somebody that's really experienced. Vicki, thank you so much for everything. You have just been, it's been an honor to have you and you shared such great information that I know is going to help so many people. Thank you so much, Beverly. It was such a pleasure to be on here with you. Thank you for giving us this platform. Thank you for being a voice for women that are going through this and everybody that's out there that's listening, just know that there is someone there, there is a specialty in this industry that are, that are here to help you get through it in a kinder and gentler way. 
And you need that. I promise you, you'll sit there and go back and you'll go, I'm so glad I had that relay. So glad. Well, to my audience, thank you so much for being with Vicki and me today. All of Vicki's information and all of my information will be available in the show notes. So you can contact Vicki to learn more about divorce rights and to talk to her about the sources of some of her research if you're interested in that. Um, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts or you can go to my website and listen to the various episodes and like and subscribe these episodes because it will help us reach so many more women that need our help. And I hope that your divorce is as absolutely as smooth as possible. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. Remember, divorce doesn't have to be a death sentence. With the right support and guidance, you can move through the process with knowledge, skills, and confidence. And it can also be a time of growth and empowerment. A divorce and empowerment coach is an invaluable member of your divorce team. I help you understand and navigate the process, come to terms with your emotions, avoid costly mistakes, find your true voice, and create an empowered life post-divorce. If you're interested in learning more, schedule a free consultation at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com. And be sure to check out my other episodes of Her Empowered Divorce podcast and resources on my website or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. This will help me reach out to more women in the same space so you are not so alone. I appreciate your support. Until next time, take care and stay empowered.